Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, 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 our friends, and welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know why I did that as a song, but hi, everyone. There's Jesse Holly. I don't think there's anything in that cup. He just wants to show off his unfiltered. With there is. Oh, I just put water in the cup. <laughs> there's nothing in the cup. But since we're here, <laughs> let's pour water in this cup. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jeff Cavanaugh. <laughs> Whoa, what is that button? Wrong one. I accidentally hit the TikTok theme music. I forget. I have buttons that play audio. And there's only eight of them. And I only use two of them. But I still hit the wrong one sometimes. So, hi, let's try this again. Hi, I'm Jeff. That's Jesse Holly. He played, well, I guess it's this way. It would seem in, to me, boy, that's a, this is a production nightmare. Uh, he played for the Cowboys. He's Jesse. And when they played the 49ers, they were like, oh, my God, we'll never win this game. And Tony Romo was like, we only have one hope, you son of a bitches. I'm like, what's the hope? And he's like, I'm throwing to Jesse. Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. Yes. And then we won. We won. Um, we're brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Holiday season's off and rolling. NFL full stride. NBA, NHL hitting midseason form. Bet Online, number one destination for all your sports wagering info. Our promo code is BELIEVE, B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Up to the minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, predictions. Bet Online, the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports, and not just the big four. They got your MMA, international soccer, whatever you need. It's Bet Online, Bravo, Code, Believe, B L E A V. Hi, Jesse. What's up, bro? I'm just hanging out of the house, man. Want a burger for breakfast? Actually, yes. I ran out of food at the house, and so I got in the car and I went to Whataburger for breakfast. And uh, Whataburger, if you're out there, and if you want your cup to be featured more often on the broadcast, <laughs> it could be negotiated. But I sure do like your breakfast on a bun. And they have good Dr. Pepper. I was going to say, you go, you go soda for breakfast, huh? Uh, yeah, I, I don't drink coffee. Um, and then what else would they give you? Like orange juice or something? I guess yeah, that would be orange juice. I haven't drunk. I, literally, I have not drunk, drank, drunk. I haven't drank, drunken. Drunken. I haven't. I haven't had soda in probably twenty-five years. Uh, it's probably the one of the last uh, real bad dietary habits I got a kick <laughs> is the uh, the soda pop. But um, boy, it sure is tasty and addictive. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. You know the dirty little secret about the food industry, and I don't know how much this applies to the soda industry. But all the crap that's really, really bad for us became more addictive because for a while there, it was actually the tobacco companies that owned the food companies. And so they had obviously learned how to addict people to things that aren't good for you. Their tobacco products, they owned most of the food companies for a stretch there. And so, yeah, they made those addictive too. So when you're wondering why you want your Twinkies and Ho-Hos and you're all like, oh, no, I don't like the way my body looks. The answer is because Philip Morris owned the food companies for a while. Did you know? I did not know. I've never I've never taken a deep dive down the rabbit hole like that before. I've never been addicted to soda and or nicotine. Okay, well, congrats on all your successes. Um, 
<laughs> congrats on the comments that we're going to get on this video where it's like, if you want football content, it starts at 4.30. Uh, yeah, Cowboys won, but then last night the Eagles won, which sucked. I'm about tired. <laughs> I'm about tired of the Eagles. I got to tell you, I'm about tired of the Eagles. Because they are, they're fine. They're pretty good. They're good. The NFL, the NFL is happy this year because there's parity. But I'm telling you, the team that's 10 and 1, it's not the best team in football. It's not. But the Sons of Biscuits, I mean, I don't have a coin, but it's just like they've had like six games where it's like, oh, I don't know. Let's see. Can we make a 60 yard field goal? Whew. Sure, we can. Can the other team miss two field goals? Whew. Sure, they can. Can we? It's just every F in game for the Eagles. You flip coins and it lands on the Eagles side up and they're 10 and 1. Uh, they're actually an underdog at home to San Francisco this week right now, by the way. They're a two-point underdog, which means that Vegas thinks San Francisco is about five points better than Philadelphia on a neutral field. So they're that but they're that effing team. They're that effing team that keeps winning games. And because they keep winning games, the race for the division is basically over. You're going to have to win out, and they need to have a disaster. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to tell you that. I just wanted to rant about the Eagles for a minute. That's all. Yeah, the more the Cowboys and the Cowboys fans act at Philadelphia Eagles for favors, they you know every everyone said a couple of weeks ago Cowboys Cowboy Nation was like, hey, we're perfect, we're gonna be fine. Did you see what they have to go into? You see what they have to deal with? They got to deal with Buffalo, and they have to deal with who they played last week, yes, Kansas City, and they got the Niners. Oh man, I'm telling you, they're gonna go 0 and three, and the Cowboys are gonna go six and 0, and woohoo, we're gonna win the division. And, and Philly was like. Double bird, double bird, uh, to uh, bird to Kansas City, bird to uh, Buffalo, and I don't know what's going to happen with the Niners. Uh, I know if the Niners don't blow them out, from what history has said for the Philadelphia Eagles this year, that if you leave them around with enough time and enough uh, uh, point differential, uh, if it's a one-score game, late in the game, they'll probably come out with a victory as well. So for the Niners, they they kind of know they got to go in there and do that, but for the Cowboys. You know, you gotta just stay. You gotta stay. You gotta just stay. Stay. Stay on line. You you can't afford because like, I know we did it before, but like now, now for the for the Cowboys, it's all about seating, right? It's 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 how can we get the best seating possible that we can avoid probably having to go to San Francisco, and how we can possibly have someone else else knock off San Francisco before we get there. And I think we talked about it before. It's it's trying to get to that fifth seed. Right, is trying to get to that fifth seed for the Cowboys. Um, they, they, you know, a, a blowout win against the um, the would the would be Commanders uh, last week and this week. Uh, you know, another kind of conference uh, game against. Do you know? I'm sorry, just want to interrupt. Do you know who the Cowboys would play if the playoffs started today? Uh, Atlanta. <laughs> the Desmond yeah. Ritterhead Falcons. Yeah, that's my playoff game. I want that's that game. Now the question is, how'd you get there? Like, how do you get there, right? Because, you know, uh, I think before they did it, they did like a, um, a mock, and it was like right now if the Cowboys were into the head as well, they would be a sixth seed. And a sixth seed means they would have to play the Niners on the road, if I believe. So so for the Cowboys, you got to find a way to get the, sixth, the fifth seed. And oh, I yeah, 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 yeah. So one, two, three, four. Yeah, I mean, who else is going to take that from you? It would have to be the Seahawks? No, Cowboys are gonna be the five seed. That's uh well, I mean they do have a tough schedule coming up, but 
No, I think the Cowboys are going to win 11 or 12 games. You win 11 or 12 games, they're going to be the five seed. This thing's going to go just the way we need it to. It's going to be great. Detroit's going to knock off San Francisco for you. All you're going to have to do is beat Atlanta or New Orleans or whatever, go to Philly, smack them around a little bit, and in the, and in the uh, second round, Detroit is going to send home San Francisco. I don't know. I'm desperate. I'm just hoping for the best. And then you get to play Jared Goff in the NFC title game. We're dancing. It's all good. I'm with you. I want the path of least resistance, but but right now, I mean, that looks like the path. <sighs> Unfortunately, we'll, we'll, I, I don't know. I, I mean, we talked about Philadelphia and their stretch of, of, of tough football games. The Cowboys have kind of ended that ability to look at games, easy games now, because while I think they'll beat Seattle, I think Seattle will be a much more um, – respectable game that's where the parody will come into play and then you have uh who's that you have philadelphia then you have uh buffalo miami and then the lions i mean the, all those games are are significant and i kind of wanted philadelphia to win last night only because i wanted to be able to say when philadelphia came to town that they were kind of like you know on a winning streak and had knocked off three really good teams so that when the cowboys beat them excuse me, at home, then no one can say that they're better than the Cowboys or whatever it had be because you can say, hey, they just knocked off Kansas City, Buffalo, the Niners, and the Cowboys knocked them off. So there has to be a level of respect that people give to the Cowboys. So a part of me kind of wanted Philadelphia to win last night only so that they can come to the Cowboys in two weeks and have and be dealt with. Well, the NFC E-Race, East E-Race, the NF, NFC E-Race. Yeah, sure, E-Works. E-Race, e, East. East or E? e, e East. East. Uh, it's over. I wouldn't think about it. I wouldn't worry about it. For the Cowboys, win as many games as you can. I'm sure they'll win most of their games for the rest of the way, but you got some toughies. Uh, I wouldn't worry about it. The Eagles, maybe they'll, they'll maybe lose to San Francisco. They'll maybe lose to Dallas, but that's going to be it. And if that happens, then you have to be perfect. And then we got to look up tiebreakers. So just don't worry about the East. Don't worry about the East. We'll just worry about smoking the NFC South's champion and we'll go from there. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. All right. Since the since the East is over, what about the defensive player of the year award? Is that is that come down to all right, let me ask you. Has that come down to a two pony race? And are both of those ponies in the on the Dallas Cowboys? And if so. No. Which of the Dallas Cowboys would you say would win the defensive player of the year if you had to vote today? Uh, I need to check something real quick. I want to know, has Miles Garrett ever won defensive player of the year? No. Uh, okay. I think he is probably the most deserving, but... Miles Garrett got hurt the other day. Like I know. He also just hurt his shoulder, so yeah, he's probably so. not going to be in it because he's probably going to... He's got to not play, right? Like, I was watching him take snaps and not even go touch offensive linemen because he was like, my shoulder, something's terribly wrong. Um, yeah, I think two Cowboys got a shot at it and I think I would give it to Deron Bland and I think Micah Parsons would be pissed. Uh, but he'd be, I think he'd be quiet about it cause it was his teammate, but I think he'd be really, really mad. Um, but yeah, I don't, if you intercept and who knows what happens the rest of the way, but if you intercept eight to 10 passes and break the record for pick sixes and you're scoring touchdowns on defense, I think even if you can, we could all acknowledge like, hey, who is a better football player, Deron Bland or Micah Parsons? You go, Micah Parsons. And I'm like, okay, but what are we voting for? And I'm voting for the defensive player of the year. He had five touchdowns. <laughs> and that is that is amazing. That brings so much value 
to your team. So, yeah, I would say Deron Bland is probably Defensive Player of the Year right now. But would he win it? I think absolutely not. Wow. I, did the, I think I did. national voters won't vote for Deron Bland uh, because they don't know Deron Bland. Meaning they have Like, they don't know him like they know Micah Parsons. Have they pubbed him enough, or he's just a quiet dude, or, or what? what is it? No, just that defensive player of the year is TJ Watt and versus Miles Garrett versus Micah Parsons versus Nick Bosa. And like they, these names they know and like they think, okay, these are Hall of Fame dudes. And the second year Cowboys corner, I just don't think has the same pull that is going to fill up their ballots. And a lot of people are going to think Micah Parsons when they think Cowboys defense. So they won't vote for him in that regard. I don't think Deron Bland's going to win it, but today I would vote for him. I did I did the numbers on just a couple of Hall of Famers who um to Deron Bland's uh his kind of year he's having this year. Deion Sanders in 12 NFL seasons had nine pick sixes uh in his career. In 12 NFL seasons, he had nine. Uh Darrell Revis in his 11 NFL career had three. Um Charles Woodson in his 18 NFL career had eleven. Ed Reed in his 14 NFL career had seven. Deron Bland in 11 games has five. And then I went back and I did, I said, okay, those are Hall of Fame greats. Like that that just tells you to me that that shows you that the greats, and I believe when Deion Sanders said that there needs to be a different hall at the Hall of Fame for certain players, and that he should be on that hall, I agree with him 100%. I have guys like Lawrence Taylor, Deion, and others should be in that hall. So I just wanted to give context that those guys who are on a different wing of the hall uh, have nine and three and 11 and, and, and seven, and Deron Bland has five in 11 games. Then I went and I looked and I said, okay, well, his his counterpart across the other end of the field won Defensive Player of the Year, Stephon, Stephon Gilmore, in 2019. And I wanted to see what Stephon Gilmore numbers were like in the year that he won Defensive Player of the Year. Stephon Gilmore in that year had uh, had 58 tackles, he had 20 passes defenses, PBUs broke up. Uh, he had he had six uh, he had six interceptions, and two of those went back for touchdowns. In 11 games, Deron Bland has almost 40 total tackles, 36 solo. Uh, he has, of course, he has 15 passes uh, broke up, and he has seven interceptions, five of those which have been returned for touchdowns. So we're just kind of going. Apples for apples and oranges for oranges. What Stefan Gilmore did in 2019 to win a Defensive Player of the Year award and what uh, Deron Bland is doing now, Deron Bland rivals is going to rival with a couple games left over, and he might get a few more pick sixes because there's some quarterback. I mean, Josh Allen's going to give you one. Let's just put that out there. Josh Allen's going to give you at least at least a couple I, I, Oh my. Josh Allen is a threat to tackle you after he throws the pick. Oh, that's true. You might not score. That's he's a true. nice athlete. Uh, but he's going to get some interceptions. Gino might give you a couple of interceptions. Tua might might look the wrong way and look back and try to throw a late ball to Tyree Hill and get another one. So there's a there's an opportunity for him to probably get around ten interceptions, maybe five to six to seven in uh, uh, touchdowns. I, I just look at the numbers and I go, man, Deron Bland sure looks like the defensive player of the year for me right now. Uh, okay, one last Cowboy topic we got to do before we go, which is Shaq. Mr. Shaq Leonard. Yes. Been, 
released by the Colts. They ate a whole bunch of money to tell him to go away. And so now he's got a big name. So we have to talk about, is he going to be a Dallas Cowboy? I'll tell you what, this is one of the random ones that comes along where I go, you know what? Uh, I'm at least interested because I don't think the Cowboys have any depth at linebacker, but I'll also be the bad guy who gets out in front of it and is like, look, here's the thing though. Sometimes you have to get used to the fact that a guy whose name, you know, who makes a whole bunch of money is about done. And when you got nerve stuff going on and your leg doesn't work right. And, uh, somebody's willing to eat 20 something million dollars to tell you to go away that you've been really important to, they don't like doing that kind of stuff. Uh, those aren't good things. I would, I would, if I'm the Cowboys, I would sign him in a heartbeat and then I would just put him out of practice and see what happens. And he wouldn't make much money, but that's okay. Cause he's already got his money from the Colts. Yeah. The thing is the Cowboys uh, are supposed to be bringing him in on Tuesday uh, per reports. Um, but there's also been some reports out today. And I, and I think I heard it from Josina Anderson. Uh, she talked about the Philadelphia Eagles are intensifying their interest in Shaq Leonard because of an injury to one of their linebackers last night in their football game. So, I mean, if we, if we look out how, how Howie and company have been doing things in Philadelphia, they've been kind of running circles around the rest of the league and how things should be done as far as uh, signings and front office work. So this could be interesting. This can be interesting because you look at Shaq Leonard, there's probably a need in both of those places for his services. Um, the money is already taken care of because the Colts are going to take up a lot of that this year. Uh, now it becomes, it, it becomes interest. It becomes who can sway him to go. Now, uh, Stefan Gilmore, Malik Hooker are former teammates of his with the Colts. So maybe we have an inside pool there, but there may be some, uh, uh, there may be some other guys that um, I haven't done the deep dive. I don't know if there's coaches somewhere that was there with him and, and the Colts that are now with the Cowboys and now with the Philadelphia but there, there are a lot of different things that can be pulled in this. And, and he can look at it and go, well, maybe I feel like the defensive line in front of me in Philadelphia may be better than the defensive line in front of me in Dallas. And I don't know. I, I, I mean, there, there, there is – my hopes aren't very high. I got a little PTS uh, – I got a little PTSSJD, uh, a little post-traumatic Stephen Jerry signing syndrome. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. We get all we get all gun ho about you know players that we, we want or should have and we're like oh man come on Jerry Steven go and sign them the next thing you know they give us they'll they'll get on their Tuesday or Wednesday uh, radio interviews and they'll go hey you know we we tried and we 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 did our best and we monitored the situation and we offered and uh, you know we like our guys and we're gonna go what we go with we believe our guys and our guys are our guys and with our guys we got twelve of them thirteen of them you put them out there and you see what can happen with our guys and. Next thing you know, we don't get the guys. So, I would just tell any Cowboy fan out there, if they sign him, that's cool because it means that they're trying at a position that they're really thin. Uh, and if the Eagles sign him, I wouldn't worry about it too much because just don't worry about it too much. When yeah, you, until, he, until he makes the game-defining play on you. It, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> if he's on the field for the other team, go at him. You're going to be okay. I wonder if he'll just go where he's at. Like, honestly, I just I don't think he's better than Damone Clark today. And I don't think he's better than Marquise Bell. Is he better than Rashawn Evans? Maybe, which means, all right, let's go get a guy. Let's go get a guy because maybe he can help us. And if somebody gets hurt, we have him. But I think this is a um, uh, big name does not mean big time player. Big name means he was a big time player. And that's why he got paid. And then he couldn't feel his leg for a while. 
so things got weird. But hey, we'll see. I like when they sign people. Signing people is fun. And if the Eagles are desperate to sign a guy, you should sign him just so they can't. That's what makes me happy. All right. Jesse, have a great day, bud. It's good to see you. Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. That's this show presented by Bet Online. Remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through. So be cool to everyone. We love you. Be easy. Eliminate the contingencies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.